Yes, well, um, we were made aware of his comments at the press conference, which took place before our meeting. And it was one of the first questions uh, we put to him. Um, you know, what was, you know, his rationale for not reopening or ruling out the reopening of the A&Es. And he said in that meeting that he would not rule out anything and that he was long enough in politics to know that you don't rule out anything. Because this is something that we have, um, you know, put across as the reason that has created the overcrowding at University Hospital Limerick in the first place, but also something that we see as the the solution to to the problem here. Um, so the, the, that was, um, you know, an important uh, kind of rollback to get um, from him because, you know, that creates a certain amount of um, room to, to move forward on this issue and it hasn't been completely ruled out. It's not off the table yet. And of course, Nolene, I'm sure it's very encouraging for you at this stage, uh, particularly after your mass demonstration in Limerick uh, City almost a month ago, which saw over 11,000 protesters uh, take to the streets to demand the reopening of emergency departments, amongst other measures at UHL. Uh, how, however, uh, the, the Taoiseach did highlight that uh, increasing capacity at the Model 2 facilities and at UHL, as well as the increased provision of community care in local communities, uh, could be a way of solving this crisis without the reopening of emergency departments. Do you think in the short term, at least, that this will be sufficient? Well, we didn't get very much clarity on, um, you know, he did commit to upgrading NS Nina and St. John's, but we didn't get a lot of clarity on what that would entail yet. Um, we, we did get the promise of follow-up um, with our campaign group, um, and uh, we have been in contact with his uh, his office even even after the, the meeting. Um, so we, we, we expect to get clarity on that in the, the coming weeks. But, um, you know... The, the we tried to hammer home to in our in our meeting that families are suffering our people from our community are suffering as a result of the overcrowding there are unnecessary deaths resulting and that the problem is because that far too many people are um presenting at university hospital limerick and it doesn't have the capacity to cope we we tried to make the point to him that the university hospital group um, in the Midwest, it's the it's the only uh, hospital group in the country that doesn't have a Model Three to support the work of the Model Four. Now he was inclined to be not in favour of of more Model Threes, um, but when the examples that he gave from around the country, he said that there are higher rates of medical ne- negligence cases coming out of these hospitals. But we argued that that was because they were underinvested and that the resources were not being put into them and the public hospitals weren't getting the support they need to do the job that they're put there to do. And um, that has a knock-on effect on trying to resource them with staff. And obviously, we have been ruled out of getting any extra beds for 2023 as well. So that was another issue that we raised. We also raised about the ambulance protocol, the fact that that announcement came with the resources to back that up and to make it, you know, a a successful um, project have not have not been forthcoming. Now, he has told us that he will he will examine what we have um, put to him. And uh, sorry, we also mentioned about Shannon Dock and the need for, you know, the the fact that we we don't have um, 
enough support in the area of Shenandoah and in, in within our community services. And he said he would take on board what we've said, but he didn't give a lot of commitment. The only thing that he did say was that he would have to discuss this with the new um, CEO, Bernard Gloucester, and Stephen Donnelly before he could come back to us and give us um, a, a more detailed response on what they were going to do, what resources were going to come, and what uh, supports were going to come. Um, but we, we did... Um, you know, raise a number of issues with him um, and that we believed would be um, steps to solu- solving the problem of overcrowding. Um, but central to that is the need for a Model 3 hospital in this region. And that has not been taken off the table. And that is important because the reporting over the weekend suggested that that had been ruled out. But after our meeting, um, that position had changed. And it's important just to relay that as well. Uh, of course, Nolene. And as you mentioned there that uh, about further um, supports required for, for Shannon Dock, we, we know, of course, during the Christmas period, especially they were inundated with calls with, with officials from Shannon Dock uh, reporting that on one day alone, they received as many calls as they would generally receive in a month during other periods of the year. And when we look at other um, short term measures of that will hopefully leave alleviate the overcrowding crisis at UHL, which are firstly the second 96-bed block, uh, where the expected completion there is September 2024. Uh, We also know that there's going to be a new private bond secures hospital where the expected completion is 2025 and there will be uh, 150 beds there. Uh, We also, of course, have the new medical assessment unit arrangements at NS Nina and St. John's as well, as you mentioned. But is the ship turning too slowly in the long term for significant progress? The problem is we have a growing population. So when you're talking about a 96-bed block, you know, it, it, we have a growing population, so you're not actually addressing the problem. You're, you're, you, there is far more capacity needs to be built into the system in the Midwest, and our hospitals, are great, our level two hospitals need to be upgraded in order to cater for that. Um, uh, like we keep repeating ourselves that we're the only hospital group that doesn't have a Model 3 hospital. Um, that means we don't have alternative emergency departments. Um, if you look at other hospital groups that are performing throughout the country, None of them are as overcrowded as our one. So the, the answer lies in a Model 3 hospital for the region. Um, talking about um, private hospitals, that is great for those that have private medical insurance, but the, the many who don't, um, that will have no impact. So we have to, um, you know, there are a, a number of measures. I'm going back to Shannon Dock as well. You know, our our campaign group is endorsed by SIP2, which is one of the largest unions in the country. And one of their representatives already raised about the fact that there are only eight GPs participating in the service in Clare, despite 46 being signed up to it. Um, you know, so questions like that have to be have to be addressed. And um, he did commit to looking at this further, but wouldn't uh, say what the outcome of that would be. So we need to wait until we get a response before we can judge, um, you know, whether, whether you know, it's just words or whether something more significant is going to come behind this um, meeting to deliver the actions that are really required um, for the people of the Midwest because we're not getting the health care we deserve here. We're lagging behind every other hospital group in the country. And um, I think there was... Um, a slight recognition of that from from yesterday's meeting. Um, unfortunately, the, the 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 comments that were put out uh, in advance of our meeting um, take away from that a small bit. But um, you know we can't 
we can't um, deny the positives that came um, after our meeting and after the Taoiseach met the families who have been impacted, uh, representatives of families who have been impacted right across the, the region who have lost loved ones. That's undeniable, um, you know, that, that, that this is happening to people here, that, you know, it is happening far too often to people in this region and that we need better health outcomes. And there was an agreement that something needed to be done to correct uh, what is going wrong here, um, but just what that will um, entail remains to be seen and we ho- we are just hopeful at the moment that um, some action can follow from this and our, I suppose our focus now will turn to Bernard Gloucester and to try to convince him of the need for the reopening of um, emergency departments here because uh, it looks like um, that that is going to be the conversation that happens next and um, that the Taoiseach will be meeting him and that is uh, who we need to put our case to now to try and convince that th- this is the right thing to do for the Midwest region. Uh, of course. And uh, I, I suppose finally, Nolene, you, you alluded to there about our growing population in the Midwest region and the recent Deloitte report into UHL overcrowding found that 302 additional beds were going to be needed by 2036. Uh, of, of course, that's going, uh, going to require a, additional staffing as well. And with the advent of Leo Varadkar's visit to UHL on Friday as well, the Irish Nurses and Midwives Organisation President Karen McGowan uh, said the following, that safe staffing should not not be a pipe dream for nurses. Uh, patients should be made aware of the severity of the staffing deficits our members are trying to work through. Furthermore, saying that if there was not a fully funded workforce, workforce plan provided by the Department of Health and the Health Service Executive uh, for the INMO ahead of the coming winter, that uh, a national ballot will be considered. And I suppose then if the national, if the Midwest Hospitals campaign feels that they are not being listened uh, to, will you look at further strike action yourself? And would you also back the possibility of a nurses strike later this year? Well, the, the INMO are exactly right. Um, I mean, nobody could be expected to work in intolerable working conditions. Um, I think there has to be a recognition of that. And if you want to address the recruitment and retention crisis, you have to improve the conditions that exist within hospitals. And that means, um, you know, not piling everybody into the one hospital. It means creating proper conditions for the workers that are in those hospitals so that they can cater for the patient needs appropriately. And we absolutely support their demands in that regard. And, um, you know, our campaign is, is not by no means over. Um, you know, this we're, we're just at a point now where it is, becomes so serious that even when the Taoiseach visit that there was 85 people on trolleys um, that that you know no matter how many trolleys you try to wheel away um, you know it's undeniable the the the, the, it can't be covered up any longer and really anything that they have, any changes that they have introduced have not alleviated the, the overcrowding and the pressures that are on that hospital and you know really it's not acceptable um, to leave workers in, the, in those conditions it's not fair because they cannot um, perform their duties as they would like to and it's not giving good patient outcomes and we know that from the members of our community that are dying unnecessarily as a result of it so we absolutely um, you know see the need to address the situation and I think that um, you know it's it's coming to kind of crunch time now and, and something has to be done about this and they absolutely would have our support if they um, have to go down that road but it shouldn't come to that intervention should uh, come before that um, to make sure that the conditions are improved so that it doesn't have to get to that stage.